This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. Jeff, rule by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey. Hello. Welcome, Scott. Glad you can make it on time. Yep. <laughs> All right. Today we're going to be talking about Lord of the Rings Two Towers, the second edition, volume two. Towers. Number dos. Torres. Yes. All right. Uh, first impressions, you guys. I'm assuming both of you love this movie. You like this movie? Yes. This uh, currently holds the record for... The most times I've gone into a theater to watch a movie. Well, we really? saw this more than Return of the King. I think we did. Uh, I think I think you're probably right. At least like four, three or four times, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Jurassic Park. So <laughs> that is like a ten or twelve viewings when I was a kid. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only paid for it once. Mm-hmm. Good old Senator. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Two Towers, uh, as we talked about in the last Lord of the Rings, uh, we all love these movies. Speaking of the Cynodome, Two Towers. <laughs> Whoa! By the way, I giggled on the train when we passed by San Onofre the other day. <laughs> and then the girl sitting there across from us just like shook her head and laughed. So Everything I see reminds me of her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Two Towers picks up right where Lord of the Rings uh, Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring leaves off we have our we have basically two storylines we're following here you got uh, Bilbo not Bilbo Frodo and Sam heading to Mount Doom mm-hmm. when they meet Gollum and then we got uh, Aragorn Gimli and Legolas chasing after the two the other two hobbits Merry and Pippin um, when I ask this question I'm pretty sure I know the answer of those two storylines which ones do you like the best the Merry and Pippin one the cream and worm tongue one. <laughs> the cream and worm yeah. tongue one. All right, so Eric. The where's one. Mama one. Where's Mama? Where's Mama? Um. So, for the, for you guys, we talked about last week how we read the books, and I didn't read. I read part of the book, didn't read it, and then after the fellowship, I went and read, read all of them. So this one coming in, I had read the books, expecting everything. And um, I liked, and I was wondering, I had a feeling they were, most likely they weren't going to do it, but in the book, it's actually two separate books, right? And you follow Gimli and Aragorn and Legolas all the way through right, to the Battle of Helm's Deep and a little bit afterwards. And then that book ends and then it picks up with Sam and Frodo at the very beginning and then all the way through and all the way up and through Shelob, which is not even in this movie. Right. Um, yes. And I like it intermixed because that... The Frodo and Sam stuff can get really daunting. <laughs> like, um, oh god! In in subsequent viewings, absolutely. But the the magic of Gollum at the time kept it kept it kind of fresh. In the book, you mean? No, I mean watching the movie. Just because at the time I remember thinking Gollum was so awesome that I didn't. Gollum, I, sorry. I didn't mind that Frodo and Sam's storyline was the one. Yeah, but you, you bit the intermixing though. You, you would have rather it stayed with Gollum. No, sorry, I was just saying that even in subsequent viewings, e- even with the intermixing, the Sam and Frodo stuff is kind of a slog. 
Oh. I don't find so that so much in the movie. It's definitely not the most fun part, but I it's still because it goes back and forth, it's a little pay, so Yeah, they, I like they it. Peter Jackson balanced it well. Yeah. In my opinion. And I'm and I do remember being really upset coming out and they didn't do the Shelob stuff. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but then when all three are already out and you can watch it, it makes more sense the way they did do it. So kudos to them. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to stop a movie and like Frodo's, <laughs> Frodo's been kidnapped and then credits. It's like, what? What the fuck just yeah. happened? <laughs> like, I got to wait a whole nother year to find out whether he's dead or alive. So, and yeah. so, eh. so we're talking about Shelob. So one thing I just been bugging me now because I haven't read the books in a long time, and not so much the Shelob part because that pretty much happens as I remember it in the book. But afterwards, when when I guess we're talking about Return of the King now, but since it's two towers book, we can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> when <laughs> when Shelob wraps of Bill of Frodo up and Sam. Everything happens like that. But then when Sam goes after him, Sam puts on the ring, doesn't he? I want to say he does. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, too. and he's just like holding st- needle, Sting, Needle. Now I'm getting them mixed up. Fuck. Which one? Sting. Right? Stingle. Stingle. Yeah. <laughs> Stingle. Um, yeah, he has just got like a floating sword. He's like stabbing orcs on the way up to to get Frodo. That's one thing yes. I... Because they... In the movies, they really played that. Like, if you put that on, that thing is a homing beacon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the books, I don't think it was that bad. And that's something I thought about this today is the only the main issue, I think, the difference that I could really mainly remember. Other than, okay, I just remembered one thing. I will get to it when we get to Helm's Deep. I remember being really pissed in the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so just started, I loved just watching the, the, the three of Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli just basically running with that music and these big rail shots and the music and, and then air going gets a little racist <laughs> yes <laughs> finally we can talk about <laughs> what what's your elven eyes see eyes asshole do i say what did, go pick that up with your human hands <laughs> and just gimli's like us dwarves are wasted on cross country we're natural sprinters and all that Stumps that dumb stuff, but I love it. Somehow he, he keeps he keeps up, even though in every shot you see him get farther and farther away from the <laughs> other two. I guess there's uh, some sort of NPC tethering going on. <laughs> and they're just and then you have the like last these, these orcs run as the whips of the masters are right behind them, and then you get the orcs talking. And you can see Mary and Pippin are being they're still alive, but not doing so well, eating that. Drinking, they're making them drink that shit, and yeah, they never really explain what it is in the uh, in the movies, but in the books they go into a little, little more detail. It's like the the orcish equivalent of lembas, basically. Rum. Oh, is that so? No one that. will yeah. believe their story. Yeah. So they drink. It's supposed to like give you energy, basically. So it's they're drinking monsters, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like something in a work with me. Con- concentrated five-hour energy shots. Yeah, and disgusting enough too. <laughs> and then they get the, the the orcs meet up with or the Urukais meet up with the orcs and they got a little competition. Hunch they first today was sponsored by Monster. I wish we had sponsors. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait, had nothing but maggoty bread for three stinking days. Yeah, that's one of those things that I think maybe we could get kind of wear on you, but I still like it every time I watch it. What about yeah, the legs? They don't need those. <laughs> I I do like the. Kind of their take on the Urukai, 
and they all kind of even though they're they're obviously bigger and stronger than men even they all like kind of withered they all have kind of the white hair and the, they just, they looked old they look old but that was kind of a cool take on things yeah <laughs> with a couple Never of really thought of them as old well, but I did with like a couple, with a couple of exceptions mm -hmm. like, the, like the, the main bad one in uh, fellowship but right yeah, yeah most of them yeah they, 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 they look a little withered Meat back on the menu, boys. So big fight happens with the orcs. The the pip the Mar the pippins the Mary and the pippin escape. Meanwhile, it's all done through flashback of Aragorn tracking, and then just I love all that. And then they he finds the. Oh yeah, he does the broken toe soccer kick. Yeah, yeah. he kicks well, the old well, helmet. Yeah, and he breaks his toe. The trivia, yeah, the yeah, uh, the scream is real. Oh, shit, my toe. They cut that part. <laughs> <laughs> they stole that from Turtles video game. My toes. My, my toes. toes. My toes. Pizza time. <laughs> yeah, all, all Eric wanted to do was eat pizza and he'd be good. Yeah. Um, but I like that. So they, they think it's lost. I mean, I'll go back to it when they meet the Rohan and um, Aramir. But just the whole thing with Mary Pippin. And you can, I like how you can see as he's following the pieces of tracking material it flashes back to where Merry and Pippin are escaping from the orcs and they run into Treebeard all that stuff really like it he's using detective vision <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> so he follows them so easily yeah. well yeah Merry and Pippin really are lucky that they they happen to have the greatest tracker on the planet <laughs> following them yeah <laughs> like anybody else and they decided to climb up the right tree yeah that too <laughs> we have decided that you are not orcs. <laughs> oh, Treebeard. Like I said before that, this is the, like, the cool part of this movie is more based in the world of man, whereas the first one was pretty much all elves and hobbits, and that, that's pretty much it, right? Except for Boromir and kind of Aragorn. It's all um, specialty fantasy creatures. Here, when you see Rohan and the big the horses turning and everything and surrounding them. I love that. And the I mean, Aramir and Gimli and all that. The confrontation is pretty cool. And um, Judge Dredd shows up. Yeah. Call her Baron. Hollywood's yeah. finest scaler. Yeah. <laughs> Scaling it up. Was this his first movie? No. But um, I always thought it was a little weird how hostile Aramir is. I, I get that he has a right to be bent. Yeah, he just got banished basically. But like he's like right off the bat, he's like, "I would take your head." You know, it, it's a little, little confrontational, a little too aggressive. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, I bought it, and he wasn't. He did give him two horses. Yeah, yeah. Level with and Thoroughflex. I never know what he's saying there. But, uh, Maybe those are the ho horses' names: Thoroughflex, <laughs> Anthrax, and um, <laughs> and Syphilis. I mean, there's there's a horse <laughs> called Shadow Facts for pizza. Yeah, um, I guess we'll just do this kind of uh, the book way um, as they're tracking down this podcast. Uh, we go by the book. <laughs> so they're going in the forest. They go, what what led them into Fanghorn Forest? And they're walking in there. All of a sudden, they think they're being followed. The White Wizard and then Gandalf reappears in a pretty cool scene where he destroys a uh, blocks. Legolas's arrow, uh, both of their arrows, right? And he uses or... heat vision on the sword. So, so yeah, yeah, he pretty much yeah, he basically destroys the, the arrow, 
deflects the axe That's and right. burns the sword out of Aragorn's hand. Yeah. <laughs> and that cool little like morphine of his the way he looks and his voice with Christopher Lee and uh, Sir Ian McKellum. So pretty cool. Just I don't know why I had to use his title and call him Sir Ian McKellum there. But... <laughs> well, it's the love. Is Christopher Lee knight- is was Christopher Lee knighted or no? I think he was. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Sir Christopher Lee I mean, as well. He worked for what MI6 back in the day. Yeah, he was, so he was, he was, yeah, he was a he was a spy. <laughs> so he probably has a way better, cooler title that he just can't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Royal assassin. <laughs> he was, he was a kingsman. He was. Yeah. Yes. He was a Kingsman and a double O at the same time. Well, because he was spying on one organization for the other. Mm. He was that badass. Uh, and he fought Yoda, so that's cool. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> that that whole scene was very much trailer bait, uh, but has some of my favorite lines. The uh, From the audience. Gandalf the Grey. Yes, that is what they used to call me. Like, I don't know why I like that so much. So wait, Gandalf was in the trailer? Is that a big spoiler alert? <laughs> um, I, I, I remember it being in the trailer. A trailer. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't... It yeah, could have been probably... in the trailer like released like a week after the movie came out or something. To, like, but I remember the... the... Record-setting movie to two towers. Yeah, and now I've come cool. to you with the turn of the tide. Yeah. Still speaking in riddles. Like... <laughs> You can't just say uh, things are really bad, so I so I came back to help. <laughs> and then another great Gimli line is this new this new Gandalf is even worse than the other Gandalf, <laughs> or more stubborn, or I forgot the word he uses, but grumpier. <laughs> this was grumpier than the old one. And it's not even hobbits around yet. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn hobbits. <laughs> also, like... Actual line from the movie, folks. Uh, Gimli when they walk into Fanghorn and the forest starts making all this noises and Aragorn's like put your axe down <laughs> okay <laughs> that's cool. another line I didn't quite understand the what madness drove them in there like you mentioned earlier how the hell would they know <laughs> hobbits are like the most clueless creatures in middle <laughs> yeah. earth and they're supposed to know about this this wicked forest or, yeah. I, I, except when it comes to beer and food yeah and weed and not even beer they didn't even know it came in pints <laughs> Cups and pints? Well, in Hobbit land, you don't need, you know, it's too big for their... Well, if they were serious about drinking, they would have. Yeah. Well, they just drank, you know, they had little steins, but they drank a lot of them. Yeah, not the same. Anyway. Anyways. They exit the forest, and that's the, the greatest glamour shot of a horse in any movie ever. Shadow facts. Shadow facts comes Whistles up. Whistles it over. <laughs> and then they write off. To, um... by, by the way, just a, a hilarious bit of exposition there <laughs> from, from Legolas. <laughs> that is one of the mirrors, lest my eyes deceive me. <laughs> yeah. Lest my elven eyes deceive me. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Aragorn, you got me saying it. <laughs> <laughs> <That's good. laughs> they go off to, uh, now I can't remember the name of their little town there. Uh, Edoras. Edoras. Um, meanwhile... Mary and Pippin have been um, they've met an int Treebeard and he thinks they're orcs at first but he drops them off at Gandalf I guess right before Gandalf met up with them he met, <laughs> he met up with them and he goes no they're not orcs they're hobbits you don't see any of this but and now he's going to take them to be somewhere safe for Gandalf 
and blah 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 blah. Stuff happens. He they eat, they drink the inches and um, there's int moot. We'll get into all that later. Now back at, <laughs> at back um, at the Hall of Doom is King Theoden has been uh, like brainwashed by uh, Warm Tongue. And he looks like shit. He just <laughs> looks like a pile of bird shit. So so how much? I'm so always confused by this. At least in the movie, I don't remember how it played out in the books. How much of Theoden's thraldom was from Grimma? How much of it was through Saruman working through Grimma? Like with his magic? Because I always felt like uh, Saruman was using magic through Grimma. Yeah, that's what I thought. Or or vice versa. When he got knocked out. Wait, Grimma was using what? So Grimma was, was already like just being an evil dick. Right. But it was like Saruman was using magic through Grimma somehow to to put him in his current state. It was all yeah. just Grimma on Saruman's orders. Right. Yes, that's how okay. I got it. That's mm-hmm. what I got into. Because he got hit in the head. Okay. So. So yeah, he's he's basically just not he's being a terrible king because he's under the control of them, and that's why he's banished um, Aramir. His son has died. They're treating Awen. Who's his niece, right? Yes. Aramir right. and Eowyn are his niece and nephew. Right. And um, and they're brother and sister. That's right. Right? Yes. Okay. Wormtongue has a thing for her. Yes. And Shut some cool down. Little, yeah, cool little dialogue there. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Gandalf shows up. <laughs> this is a long movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gandalf comes in with the rest of them. They said, you can't bring your weapons. You find more cheer in a graveyard. <laughs> can't bring your weapons and there's like a five minute scene of them all taking off their bows and arrows and daggers and knives it's pretty funny and then Gandalf brings his staff and like no you won't deprive a man of his walking stick and then he walks in and he winks at Aragorn <laughs> yeah <laughs> old man wink and at this point he's still kind of dressed up as Gandalf the Grey even though if you look and... closely you can see the white boots yes mm-hmm. his goofy ass white boots <laughs> they're called billy boots I haven't seen white boots like that since Punisher. Anyway, um, he goes in, and he starts to, to dispel and relieve uh, Theoden of the curse, and then he starts laughing. He goes, you have no power here, Gandalf Grey Worm, or whatever the fuck is. <laughs> the Gandalf the Grey, is, I think, in that line. Is that what he well, said? At one point, at one point they, they say Greyhem. Greyhem, okay. Yeah, they say Stormcrow, Gandalf Stormcrow. Yeah. And then he flicks off his cloak... Revealing that he's Gandalf the White, and then throws his staff back at him, and then it's like this battle of wills, and you see kind of Saruman on the other side, and then boop, Saruman just plops out of there, and he's free. And then there's a morphine scene where his craggly beard disappears, and he's got a few strangling hairs, and he's back. He's probably shat himself like yeah. for weeks on end too. He's probably, yeah. he's why probably... am I sitting in shit? <laughs> yeah. Where's my son, and why am I sitting in shit? <laughs> And then he looks over at Grima and he chases him out of the little, the little throne room and he's about to kill him. And Aragorn stops him, which I don't know why King didn't just like yell at Aragorn there. Who the fuck are you? Why don't you let me do what I'm supposed to do? I'm the king, motherfucker. Um, it's good to be the king. Mm-hmm. It it's is. It's good to be the king. Well, not when he was getting mind controlled, but other than that. <laughs> Another great line I like is... Perhaps your fingers would regret their strength if they were to grasp its sword. <laughs> it's so terrible. That sword is pretty cool, though. 
Yeah, it's, it's got not, the horses not, facing yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not like nice silhouette blade. It's just like a regular sword, I guess. Not Narsil, yeah. a twenty foot sword that no one could use. <laughs> no one could wield it. <laughs> no one can. Um, and that's it. So they go back, and, and Aragorn's, yeah, "Oh, we credits. need the uh, where's Mama credits." Need... Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, and then what? Then they're I forgot what's happening. Oh, the orcs start t- attacking all their towns and everything. It's like, oh, we're gonna seek refuge at Helm's Deep. And Aragorn says, that's a bad idea. And he goes, last time I checked, I was king, not Aragorn, blah, blah, blah. Then there was a cool orc war battle on the way there. And um, now they're all in Helm's Deep. Bam. And um, now what? Should we go back to, should we go to Frodo and Sam now or no? What do you think? Yes. All right. Frodo and Sam, they're sleeping. They're walk, They're going down the cliffs of insanity with the rope. And, <laughs> the um, cliffs of insanity. Uh, all of a sudden, we're introduced to Gollum. He tries to grab the ring and blah, blah, blah. A big fight. And now they have him under their control, kind of, sort of. He pretends to be helping them, and he does. Yeah, Frodo manages to turn him into a good guy. But then yeah. stupid fat face. Stupid fat hobbits. Yeah. Stupid fat hobbits. There it is. There you go. Just beats him and tortures him because they think he's like a little orc or something. It's like, oh man. It burns us. It freezes. So, so there's not too much to talk about here. I just want to say that Gollum, I mean, I think up until this point, the only other full CGI character we had was Jar Jar. And Gollum was like a thousand times better. <laughs> it's what? not even like. Yeah. It's barely like. I guess they're both CGI. That's about as. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like not only does it look better, it's an actual character. With re- I know it's based on a book, one of the best books of all time, yeah, but it's like uh, I mean, they really brought that character to life. Yes. Otherwise, completely, you know, imaginary, like non-humanoid character. But yeah, just the best parts are when he's like happy about stuff for me. Yeah, like, it's like watching he's like, singing that fish song. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Oh. Um, he was about to get arrowed. Yeah, when he's exactly when he's what's taters, precious? Um, Boil him, mash him, stick him to stew. And just the other scene, like when he has his little schizophrenic scene where he's talking to Smeagol versus Gollum, and that that, an awesome that little scene. scene blew me away the first time I saw it. Yeah, yeah, That's awesome. so cool. Yeah, just like Peter Jackson got it, you know. Yeah, keep, keep still keeping a little bit of the like the gothic horror there. But still keeping it fun, but still, you know, getting the whole character out there is, yeah, just a great little scene. Yeah, and explain that he is conflicted, and then, and then later on, at the very end of Return of the King, you find out, eh, he was pretty much a bad guy all along. But we'll see. Yeah. Smeagol lied. No, it was Fat Face that tortured him. Hashtag Smeagol lied. Yeah. Smeagol lied. <laughs> Smeagol lied. Smeagol lied. <laughs> um. So then they run into a band, like we said, right at that scene with the fish, they run into a bunch of bandits, if you want to call them, but it's Faramir and the, the That's people of men. Faramir. Um, so I want to talk about Faramir. Con- Kondo? People of Kondo. Faramir of Kondo. Um, fat face Faramir. In the, Stop it with the, the fat face. Jesus. <laughs> in the book, Faramir was a, totally different. That's the one character I think that changed the most. 
and I don't know if it's better or worse, but he was very noble. He didn't take them as prisoner, right? He told them the story. He's like, all right, you guys can go. So, um, so yeah, I think, I mean, uh, nar- as part of the narrative, yeah, they did a much better job in the movies as kind of the redemption for Boromir, you know, of men where Boromir failed. Faramir was able to, you know, was able to be strong and do right by men as it were. Whereas in the books, right. it's just like Faramir is basically Aragorn 2.0. Exactly. I was <laughs> going to say that. He was pretty much just as noble and as awesome as Aragorn. Not as like his fighting skills, but his... And, he's, and he winds up with a super hot chick, too. Just like... <laughs> yeah, the House of Healing. Yeah. Damn. Um, so that, that was interesting. And then they... So when that happened in the book, or the movie, I was like, what the fuck? They're taking him? That's not right. Um, and, excuse me. Meanwhile, Mary and Pippin are with the Ents and more Ent moot going on. I don't have to talk about that anymore. Um, <laughs> so the Battle of Helm's Deep, let's just, just talk about it. Best battle ever. Just the setup. They have very few men, but they have a great defense structure. Um, you got the wall. You got the whatever the thing is on the, the keep. The, with the You have to go up the wrong br- uh, ramp to get to it. Just awesome. And the rain and the orcs marching and the, the pounding on the ground. There, there's and, some- Awesome sound. That's like yes. before the the fight even starts. Yeah, just it starts the rain too. You hear like the the raindrops on like the metal armor and stuff, and then just of course the perfect for me the perfect amount of like uh, comedy with all the stuff with Gimli and you know you got to trust me. <laughs> <laughs> or before that, it was like I can't see what's going on. <laughs> Do you want me to get you a box? <laughs> I I like I really like that little moment because that was that was the first time where I think. You you really see their friendship cemented. Well, yeah, they started getting along more and more um, at the end of the last movie, and then all throughout this one. This is the first time when they actually like had that little byplay. And yeah, to, to me, the other one, the, the when they do meet Aramir, when he said he was a dick to Gimli, right? Yeah, Legolas yeah, does pull yeah, up. That the is boat. true. That is true. Yeah. So he's they've got each other's backs by this point, but this is where you actually see him ribbing each other, and they're actually really good friends. I love that the whole time they're fighting and they start to two already. Yeah, they I'm to... on eighteen. Or... <laughs> yeah, Gimli kicks him the high gear after that because he catches up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then the fight starts. An old man lets lets loose an arrow he shouldn't have, which the battle's going to happen anyway. But this is how it starts. Hits a perfect shot, got him right in the neck. <laughs> Um, and then the battle, just awesome. So, so one thing, uh, I guess there was some complaints amongst the nude com- community, the nude nerd community, about the elves showing up. Yes, that was the thing I was going to uh, mention. Yeah. So I guess I'm part of the nerd community. I hated that the first time I saw it. I'm used to it now, but <laughs> the elves didn't do a damn thing in the books, at least at this battle. I I, I liked that they did it because it was a good way to. Have a character that at least the audience was somewhat familiar with die to just raise the stakes, uh, kind of drive home how how desperate things really were. If you know if it wasn't already <laughs> obvious, because you know you, you obviously weren't going to kill off Aragorn, Gimli, or Legolas, so to have this other character yeah. that was kind of there before, uh, I I bet nobody knows his name because I don't remember it. Um, cool platform. <laughs> oh my god, Jeff remembered. Uh-huh. <laughs> I used to know it. I, I, yeah, I probably knew it at one point. I don't remember it now. Um, yeah, but like I said, in the books, the elves didn't do shit. Now, 
I heard if you watch the documentary or whatever, they're saying if you read all the appendices and all the similarity, and the elves are actually fighting on other fronts during this time. So they're not just abandoning man. Yeah, there, there's a whole fight going on at the Misty Mountains as well. So, okay, this is showing the elves are helping, but I didn't know that. So when I read the books, I'm like, fuck, the elves didn't do shit. They're always like, yeah, you brought the ring here? Sweet. Now get the fuck out. <laughs> I think that's what I got out of the book. So <laughs> when this happened, I was like, that's bullshit. But now I've seen it enough that I don't mind it. And hearing that they were fighting else put other places, I'm I'm okay with it now. Um, do you guys also remember during the scene that in the tr- early – there was it trailers or early photo shoots that Arwen was in this battle? And they got the fans got so pissed that they took her out. <laughs> they were already mad enough about the whole river thing. <laughs> yeah, the river. Th- no, I, this is I think because they filmed it all at the same time, so this probably wasn't even before. You, you know, it you're right. Yeah, I, I forget yeah. or I forget sometimes that yeah they did film this all together. Yeah. Uh, um, and so like in a couple scenes, I know there's one specifically when they're when Legolas is pulling the rope and he's pulling um. Aragorn and Gimli off the ground like after the wall explodes there's she's there pulling the rope with him but in the new movie she's gone and he looks back at somebody but he's looking back at nobody and Elf's pretty strong to pick up Gimli and uh, Aragorn <laughs> that's one of the only examples I can think of, of where like fans got super pissed before the movie came out and they actually did something about it I mean, you hear stories of fans being pissed at Michael Keaton as Batman but they're like fuck you we're still doing it yeah. <laughs> I don't know interesting um awesome just awesome battle like we'll, we'll, i guess we can talk about it oh this little second um you know what happened big... is sorry christopher lee probably stepped in because he's a huge lord of the rings fan yeah he yeah. campaigned like everybody to like get that movie made i think um he was all he i think he, he really wanted to play Gandalf too which is kind of sad but uh you know he's great as saruman so yeah anyway yeah um, yeah, he could have. Um, and they, I think they said that the writer said, yeah, the more we thought about it, the more he went away from the book, the more it didn't feel right. And the more it's like, yeah, I guess Tolkien do what he was doing with some of these characters. So, um, And Arwen's still in it more than she ever was in the books. But yeah. I think they used her right. Like we talked about last in the last movie with her, her being the one that to take uh, Frodo to right. Rivendell. Instead of that one-off elf. In the books. Yeah. I, I think yeah. just, if no other reason, just to have that juxtaposition of, like, because they, they think all the elves, like, super backlit and clean and whatever. So you kind of have those scenes with her versus everybody, like, trudging through mud for two and a half hours. So right. it's kind of a nice perspective change for, for her scenes, anyway. Yeah, and just to keep her in the movie, too, right? right. Like, this, she is the main love interest. Yeah, the yeah. Main yeah, and, keep, and to put more emphasis on the love interest there. Right. Yeah. Um, a big battle happens and blah blah blah. They, you guys, two guys have seen the movie. Uh, so if you just watched, um, we have. <laughs> so orcs finally, you know, numbers out. They start going in, and it looks like it's all lost. And then Theoden and Aragorn are like, let's just ride out together. And because, but Aragorn remembers what Gandalf says. Look to the. Look to the west on the third day or whatever he says. Yeah. Look to the east. And, uh, look to the east. And it's just like, um, I guess that makes sense because of the rising sun. Um, mm-hmm. Gandalf shows up with all with Aromir and all the Rohanians and they ride down the hill. Well, that, that, just... that, 
that line gives me such a nerd boner. <laughs> Theodore King stands alone. And then Amir rides off from off camera. Not alone. <laughs> that, always, that always gives me a uh, nude, nude boner. Goosebumps. And uh, if you just watched Game of Thrones last week, or last couple weeks, very similar scene there. Horses come in, just run all over the orcs. Um, spoiler alert, I guess. Um, <laughs> catch up. Uh, yeah. That's that. pretty much that scene. It's awesome. Uh, so before we leave this, though, Best, let's talk about our favorite battle scenes in movies because this is my favorite one of any movie. So, so I, so that's number one on my list. But what do you guys have? So I don't know about favorite, but just quick breakdown. The first like impressive one I remember seeing or thinking it was impressive at the time anyway was in Braveheart. Yeah, but if you go back and watch it now in high def, <laughs> you just see guys in the background just kind of going huh huh huh, just like banging their swords off of each other like barely even moving it's pretty bad but uh yeah so the brave heart and then saving private ryan but that's like a whole different kind of battle no i have that on my list yeah, still uh, oh i'm not saying that but i mean it's i almost hate to compare the stuff in lord of the rings with uh, the stuff in saving private ryan because saving private ryan was meant to show like how horrible war is and it wasn't really glorifying violence whereas lord of the ring is definitely glorifying violence yeah <laughs> At least against orcs. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you're thinking too much about it. Mm-hmm. Good battle scenes in movies. <laughs> okay, well, Saving Private Ryan, I'm taking the beach. will be on all my right. list. Uh, all right, let Alex go now. Don't take them all. Sorry. <laughs> Alex. Uh, well, we'll go with the first epic battle that I saw that I was really impressed by, which would be my number five is the Ewoks at, Je- at Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. As a kid, that was the best. Not so much now, but I loved it. Okay, that's a good one. Another? Uh, I think my favorite, we'll just go to my number one, which is the uh, Battle of Hoth. So cool. Big right. surprise. Two Star Wars movies. <laughs> Let me guess, the Battle of the Death Star on your list too? No? Um, Yeah, it's somewhere in there. <laughs> but I would Okay, I would put the Battle of Hoth as my favorite Star Wars battle of all of them. So, good choice on Hoth. Mm-hmm. And they end up losing on that one, which I thought that was cool. Yeah. They're evacuating. It's just a delay tactic, pretty much. Yep. Um, so, I had Braveheart in mind. I had uh, Saving Private Ryan. I have... This is my honorable mention co- com- uh, comedic battle. Would be the Anchorman news uh, <laughs> fight. <laughs> that was epic. Como estas, bitches? <laughs> it just... Uh, What's his name? Brick? Uh, yeah. What's his face? Steve Carell just have holding the grenade. Oh, God. Loud noises! I stabbed a guy. Yeah, but I mean to talk to you about that, Brick. It might be best if you lay low for a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and then while it's kind of made fun of now and annoying, but I loved it the first time I saw it. It was the battle in 300. Um, well, there's multiple battles, but like the big... One of the big ones. I'll pick any of them. They're all kind of the same. Yeah. But those, the, the stylized battle, which is that is glorifying war, <laughs> no doubt, and really cool. Um, speaking of Faramir. <laughs> yeah, so for me, if, if you guys talk about Star Wars, for me, the yeah, the Death Star battle in New Hope would be my favorite Star Wars battle. Good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mentioned Saving Private Ryan. 
um, smaller scale, but the the final battle in Big Trouble in Little China, it's pretty rad to me. Yeah. When they're well before, <laughs> before I mean before the the final showdown with Lopan, but just when they're all in their big room together. Freaking Jack Burton's just that get that big armor guy on top of him the whole yeah, time. The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> the the showdown between Aikshen and Lopan. You never could beat me, Aikshen. <laughs> it was a stalemate, you jerk. Yeah. So you like that battle better than the one in the beginning? When they're just when like he's just in the truck? Yeah. Okay. That's like the, that's the movie kind of builds for that, and and Wang fights one of the storms and wins. Mm-hmm. It's the whole, the whole thing's cool. Just I, I like the take on the the mystical duel that again that the two sorcerers have against each other. Right. Just they're just kind games. of like, they're just like you're basically moving their fingers. I like I love how um, James Hong just kind of crosses his pinkies together and moves his thumbs back and forth. <laughs> it's yeah. so weird, but it works. He's got a magician's controller. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So that's great. Yeah. Um, and then, who? I, I think I like the the big battle in Return more than the one in Helm's Deep, just slightly though. Really? Yeah. Just because I love how the uh, of the Jedi or Hiram show up on the strength of that. Wait, like, I always love that part. on the ghosts wiping oh, out that, everybody. That. Okay, you're talking about the battle at um in front of like, Gondor, the plains, the plains of, of whatever they're called. Oh, okay. With the Olivants? Yeah, it's actually huge. It lasts like 45 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I completely forgot about it. I thought you were talking about the one in front of the Black Gate. I'm like, that battle, it had the best yeah. it's like moments, but it's not really a good battle. It's that that just... had my what might be my favorite scene in the entire trilogy, but we'll save that until right. they do return. But uh, yeah, the yeah, just the whole fight in front of the of Gondor is pretty good. Yeah. I still like Helmsy better, but that is, that is a good fight. Um, and I think they went a little overboard with Legolas in that fight. Here, <laughs> slide down in a shield. But uh, the only other thing I had was the intro to Gladiator. That fight, I really liked that one. I remember being a lot of shaky cam on that one. Am I wrong? Yeah, it was. It's been a while since I've seen it. I don't remember, but is that right? I, I liked it. Um, that's all I got. Any other ones? Uh, yeah. Possibly one of the greatest Western epic battles of all time in Blazing Saddles. It breaks the fourth wall. It's so big. <laughs> that is pretty good. I think, if, yeah, if it, in top ten, that would be on my list. Uh, and then uh, honorable mention to uh, uh, shit. Honorable mention to shit. Uh, uh, I just thought, oh, well, come back to me or not. Steve, well, I'm done. So. Steven Seagal versus a whole oil refinery. <laughs> That's pretty strong. <laughs> I, so you could do like this what we just saw in the civil war captain well, america I, I was, that's, that's what I was oh yeah that's that's on my list too big battle on, captain america uh, i mean uh fucking the avengers yeah, the avengers would be one too yeah, yeah. versus the chitaris I, I i don't know i i love the avengers fight the first time i, I still love it but i think every time i watch it i like it a little bit less it is it is weirdly paced yeah. Where they cut back and forth between people, they like teleport. <laughs> but like that one shot, I can watch that over and over and over and over. Just when it goes from one superhero to the other, it's like, oh my god, so cool! <laughs> they, they even have a Legolas reference. Yeah, yeah it's true. And the, yeah. uh, the showdown between Hulk and Loki is an old timer. <laughs> what called a showdown? But yeah. <laughs> it's a showdown. Yeah. <laughs> I am a god, you fool. <laughs> I would not be bullied. 
Um, I think I'll have that drink now. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Um, all right, so the battle's over. Um, meanwhile, the Ents or Pippin, no, yeah, Pippin uh, tells uh, Tree Bear, "Oh, take us. The closer we get to danger, the further we are from harm." And takes them to her Isengard. And uh, he sees all the trees are down. They have int moot about whether they should attack, and they say no. And then they finally say yes. And then Scott's favorite part: talk about. Scott. Oh man! So is that when that tree's <laughs> on fire and he dips down into the water? No, I think the whole battle. So, so yeah, as, as Jeff said, uh, Pippin just tricked Treebeard into walking toward Isengard because they've decided not to go to war. And then he sees that like a huge swath of the forest has been cut down, and he sees that Isengard is responsible, and he goes aggro. And he yeah. calls out, and all of a sudden, ants start come walking out of the forest, and the whole scene with the music and them marching off, and oh man, it's so fucking cool. And mm-hmm. then uh, they're hucking rocks at everything. Yeah. Then uh, Treebeard says, "The ants go to we will go to war, like one last time. We likely march to our dooms." And then uh, the, yeah, they start attacking Isengard. Uh, Saruman comes out and sees what's happening, and he freaks out justifiably. <laughs> like <laughs> I think he realized like. How fucked he is! Or I think he immediately realizes it. Actually, um, but yeah, he doesn't. You never saw that one coming. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Uh, and and stopping on orcs and ripping them in half and mm-hmm. throwing orcs at other orcs and hucking boulders like they're like they're baseballs. Yeah, and I do like that. You know, it's probably our last. It's like not even close. It was a sweep. <laughs> I don't even think a single yeah. tree died. One cut on fire, but then the water saved yeah. him, so yeah. he's good. And all their wives left him. Yeah. Uh, they must have been pissed about there. that already, so. Yeah. <laughs> they break the dam. That's just so cool. Great little side battle. Awesome little shot as they're breaking the dam. You see you see an ant toss one last orc <laughs> into the river as it's falling. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Take yeah. a bath. I remember, I think he listened to the commentary, I think it's the cast commentary, and one of the actors, I think it was one of the Hobbits, who's like, you know, you see this movie so many times with so many premieres. When I get to this scene in the movie, I try to focus on one orc <laughs> and just kind of see what the entire scene, try to follow him to see what how what happens to him. That's pretty amazing. They all have little individual death scenes. It's pretty cool. Like, I guess on a technological thing, they did that. Ah, I used to watch the dog. I have that. Uh, a simulation to have all this different, these wide scenes with all these guys. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I forgot the name of it, but you don't see that very often. And it was state of the art back then. I don't know what it's used now, but um, they don't have to sit there and hand animate every single thing, right? So they do all yeah, these. Yeah, it's a video. It's a very video game type of thing to do, where they have all the characters, and then they put a bunch of mocap animations on them, and then they put proper AI uh, on almost each individual character so that yeah because they showed different types of simulations where two guys it was just they just zoomed in on these two guys and they'd fight and then one would win and they'd start running off towards another guy but then they ran the same simulation with the same two guys and the other guy won and in a different fashion so that was pretty cool right and it was written like i remember like prologue which is a very ai language it's pretty cool very interesting um Anyway, Mary, uh, Frodo and Sam are still chugging along with... Uh, Is that salted pork? Uh, <laughs> they're still chugging along, and they Gollum takes them to the Black Gate, and they're about to go, and then he's like, no, don't go, you're going to suicide, I'll take you to the back doorway. And then 
Um, well, first of all, yeah, then they do that. I already wait. That happened before they even got captured. Yeah, yeah. They got captured by Faramir, and they're torturing Gollum and beating the shit out of him. And that's how I found out about the ring. So he takes him to his dad. The uh, Nazgul show up. Yeah, Taz Gilead. Sam gives one of his great speeches as Frodo's about to stab him, and then that Faramir's like, "Okay, your your guys are good." He lets him go, and then. Then he strangles Gollum and says, you better not be fucking hurt him. And then Gollum's like, I'm going to take her to her. Into the movie. She loves. Done. Credits. Um, so, any uh, other things you want to talk about? Like favorite scenes that we didn't mention? I mean, like Scott and I said we saw this a few times in the theater. So. <laughs> Where's Mama? This is one of the... I, Where's I remember Mama? double dipping on this, too, with the DVDs. It was the only one of the three I did it on. Because I... I bought it like right when it came out before it had the extended version and all the special edition stuff. And, and then of course I got the special edition eventually. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I got the Blu-ray special editions, but <laughs> fuck the Blu-ray. They're the exact same thing. Yeah. Fuck you. It's both. The, okay. So I don't mind that they're the exact same thing. I do mind that it's still four fucking discs for each. Yeah. Cause it's the exact same. Yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. That I didn't even remaster it. Um, so I had the Helm's Deep Battle, the Ents, Tracking of the Hobbits, Gollum, Rohan, Gandalf, Frodo, Where's Mama, <laughs> No Shelob, and yeah, all my topics are done. Just And the Where's Mama, you guys know what it is. Um, we do. Yeah. Kids, uh, eat, kids eating soup. Daniel loves Where's Mama. Yeah. <laughs> so did Diana. <laughs> where's Mama? Yeah, one of, the, one of the, the two kids who come from one of the fucked up towns and ends up in I already forgot the name of the town again. Anyway. <laughs> where's Mama? Your mother's dead. <laughs> we didn't really talk about Awen that much. She's got she and this movie doesn't do a whole lot. But she does enough and so, then she's so they give really a, more return to the king. They wind up giving uh Theoden a lot to do, at least line wise anyway. Between both movies. Way more than in the books. I mean, he does everything well except um, captain a ship. That is true. Yeah, he will. He will sink any ship if you put him at the helm. So that's a bad idea. I heard they were having like a rap party or something. They're all on a boat, and then they wouldn't. No one would let him drive a boat. <laughs> Pretty funny. That would be hilarious. <laughs> he played the captain of the Titanic. For those, when are we gonna do the Titanic? Eh. Never. Eh. Jack! Rose! Jack! Draw me like Rose. one of your French girls. <laughs> Alright, that's all I got. Anything else? Steamy. Um, yeah, I'm sure I could come with other things, but I'm good. Yeah, go watch it. Right. Not on Netflix. Yeah. Alright, time for Neom News! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. I don't think I've mentioned this yet. You guys mentioned you've been playing it, but I've been playing um, Oathbreaker. What the fuck is this thing called? Overwatch? Alex, what's the game you play? Overwatch. Overwatch. <laughs> what the, what the hell? <laughs> I guess we both start with O. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've been playing it. I like it. These guys already said they like it, so you guys should play it. Um, yeah. And I just downloaded the or bought the the new Superman Batman special edition, and so far I like it. I like the original movie, but this thirty minutes. I heard I'm hearing good things. I'll get. I'll come report back next week. That's all I got. Scott? Uh, not a lot for me. I just finished up uh, 
Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3. Uh, it picks up. It's pretty good. I definitely liked it a lot more than Arrow. Uh, Sacrilege. Yeah, I know. Um, definitely better than like the one or two definitely. episodes I didn't see of uh, Legends of Tomorrow, whatever the hell that was called. Yeah, that one I didn't like. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I recommend. I'm looking forward to Season 4. I'm kind of sad that Agent Carter got canceled. After I mean, Agents of Shield's good if you want to watch a superhero story without superheroes. Uh, they they go they tip more and more into the supernatural. Okay. Besides, some of the some of the best characters in uh, Marvel aren't super aren't super powered anyway. Well, I didn't say superhero power as superheroes. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. Potatoes. Hey, Batman's my, Batman's my favorite character. I know he's not. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't have powers. Eh. Well, he, he does. He's a super genius. Um, the show definitely has its flaws, but you know it's network television, so it's kind of unlike cool. Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy is flawless. I mean, that show is flawless. But right, anything else? Uh, no. All right, Alex. Uh, did you guys know that there's a uh, Tetris movie coming up? I heard there were three Tetris movies coming yeah, up. Yeah, producer Larry Kazanoff has said the story that they're working I, on I is heard that so big. All, I heard they were all different lengths. <laughs> and sizes. Shapes. Shapes. The story's so big that they had to split it up into three movies. And I'm like, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's going to have one movie, it's going to bust, and then it's going to be pixels all over again. Um, aside from that, I've been actually watching Voltron on, you guessed it, Netflix, the new series, and it's pretty awesome. I thought it was going to be like it wouldn't hold up to my rose-tinted glasses of my childhood, but it's it's pretty cool. It, it's kind of like the uh, the first uh, series of Avatar, which I'm sure Jeff hasn't seen. But the Airbender? Yes. Never seen it. I know. But for those of you who have, it's got a very Avatar vibe, but it's very sci-fi. And, uh, yeah. Jeff, Jeff tried filming his own spinoff of that called Airbreaker. <laughs> that was my favorite Zelda game, Windbreaker. Whoa. <laughs> and, yeah, that's all I got. All right. Um, it's time for Game of Thrones, but ugh, it was a great episode. But I really want to talk about it. <laughs> You want to do a quick synopsis, guys? Uh, we'll, we, yeah, huge spoilers, and we'll go. Uh, yeah, I don't really feel like breaking it down either, but I will say it was a very efficient episode. Uh, like almost every scene dovetailed into the next, and almost something huge happened in each one. Well, it was a Japanese or, director or something this time, cool. Right? What? It's very efficient. I saw Mr. Spockler. <laughs> Way to bring the Move along. the podcast is screeching hot episode. <laughs> Way to go, fishbulb. Uh, so, a very efficient scene. Uh, see, I this movie. Um, I'm sure everybody's seen the Jeff mentioned it before. Overwatch meme is taking the play of the game beam is taken off. Yeah, uh, and uh, a certain character definitely got play of the game. <laughs> uh, so, do you like the, the that? first 20 minutes I mean, we can, for spoilers we can yeah, talk okay. about it. I mean it was just awesome I mean that's the music pretty damn everything. cool so yeah. uh, I, I think the, the biggest takeaway besides just how awesome it was uh, was that 
as clever as Cersei is, she's still very short-sighted because she otherwise would have been there to console Tommen. Yeah, he. I, I like how she's got low cunning, as it were. She's still she's still not playing the long game. She's still. I just like how in death he became a very interesting character. <laughs> he was so boring, but then like that when he died, you're like, um, spoiler alert, um, he never had a chance. The moment he was never raised to be a, a king, he when he became Tywin's like you got to listen to people around you, and everyone around him just gave him bad advice. Yeah. And he's being pulled. He, the directions. woman he loved, his wife, was just manipulating him the whole time. The priest was manipulating him the whole time. His mother was manipulating him the whole time. His grandpa was manipulating him the whole time. And yeah, I think yeah, he never had a chance. Awesome. Yeah, so that was crazy. Uh, <laughs> just just the. Amount of named characters. Yes, I agree. All dead. Yes, surprising for a couple of them. I I've been saying all along that a Tyrell or two is going to bite it, but yeah, I wasn't expecting it to, to quite play out that way. Um, I did like Mar- the... did Marjorie Titty Drop Tyrell take a take a nosedive. Yes. Wow. Her and her brother and her dad. Wow. So I did like at the end that the. Just the assured uh, arrogance and hubris of the High Sparrow is what is what did him in. So if he listened to Marjorie, <laughs> yep. nope. Uh, so that was crazy. Yeah, that, the yeah, outfit that Cersei's wearing is awesome. Yeah. Yep. Now, everything about that her, scene, her, like just the, that the wardrobe, the filming, the music, just awesome. So that's cool. Uh, the <laughs> I, I saw a uh, an article titled um, "We know we know no scenes we know no scene stealer other than the, the lady of Bear Island." <laughs> uh, so the the actress that plays her <laughs> is a great find. Uh, she she basically little lady Mormont stole every scene she was in, uh, even if she basically signed uh, John Snow's death warrant at the end there. Uh, you can't die. That's true. Oh, well, they they sent uh, Melisandre away. Eh, Lord's will. He'll come back if he's needed. Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying shit. I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, King of the North. Yeah. So that that was interesting. Um, so now I wonder what happens if does John immediately turn his attention north? Does he turn his attention toward? North to the wall, that is. Uh, does he pay attention south to keep everybody else away? Um, you know, we'll see. And then finally, uh, you get a pretty touching moment between Tyrion and uh, Daenerys. I think this is like really the first season where nothing horrible has happened to Tyrion. Am I wrong about that? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean... Eh, I have to think about it, but yeah. so they do that. Uh, which leads to the to the money shot of them on the ships, where she's finally heading across hey. the fucking river, Fi- river sea, <laughs> narrow sea, where Varys is magically teleported back to the ship for that last shot. <laughs> There's a lot of yeah. teleporting going on this season. We mentioned it before, so, but yeah. So I heard if you look, you can actually see the Tyrell and Martell ships with them too. Really. Yeah. Well, I guess so. 
I wasn't obvious to me. I just saw the. So if that's true, then they must have been sailing directly on King's Landing. Because otherwise, they could have just landed in Dorne. Because the Dornish would have let them, or even in Highgarden. Just right. north I, of Dorne. I think people are saying that just so they can show him, like they can show the whole fleet and that he's there. But yeah, they're probably going to land south or something. You wouldn't just land right at King's Landing, right? Anyway, we'll talk about. Uh, so, two, speculation two, two other today. scenes I want to talk about. Uh, so you finally see what Varys' secret mission was. Uh, but yeah, the the Queen of Thorns has met up with the Sand Snakes. Um, I get that the Sand Snakes are still hellbent on revenge, but I'm not quite sure like what Cersei ever did to them. Look, Lannisters. Well, I guess, family. Well, I guess she's still Lannister. Well, I guess she was like, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure. I said the Mountain was her champion, and the Mountain killed uh, right. what's his face. But, uh, yeah, like, what happens after Cersei's gone? I'm like, are they cool? Like, what's going to be the deal? Because eventually, if assuming Danny succeeds and Tyrion's still alive, he's going to be the new lord of Castle Rock. But he's still Lannister. So I wonder how that's going to go. Um, but anyway, I... However the dragons want yeah, to Yeah, basically. Go. I think that's going to be the, 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 the deciding vote. So, like, when Danny goes north, and all these northmen all of a sudden before we're like we know no king but the one in the north unless somebody comes from the south with dragons <laughs> that's a, a hot blonde of, and dragon it's comes a new up. part of that, that that rallying cry uh but anyway so the queen of thorns meets up with the sand snakes and i liked how um elena puts the the baby sand snakes in their place <laughs> where the first one talks and she's rude and uh, basically she tells her to shut up and the second one starts talking to be like oh forgive my my cousin she or my sister or whatever she's very poor at diplomacy and Lena tells her to shut up and she looks at the third one to see anything else to say <laughs> she's opening her mouth she says no good <laughs> let the grown woman speak uh, so that was a fun little scene and then finally uh, we see some more teleportation uh, where Lord Frey asks where his sons are and the serving wench says they're here <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, there's some assassination. Uh, so that was a cool to see. So now I wonder with Arya, um, is she going to continue on the rampagement? And had, I guess, I don't even know who's on their list left. Is it just Cersei? Um, mountain, technically, kind of. Still it, on the show, is the mountain on her list? Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, does she head back south down to King's Landing? Or does she head north to meet up with her family? I don't know. And if she heads north, does she meet up with the Brotherhood again? Does she meet up with Melisandre? And there's the whole Lady Stoneheart thing, which has been pretty much fallen by the wayside. Oh, and meet up with the Hound again, by by the way. Um, does she go south and somehow meet up with uh, Daenerys? Like, her storyline can go anywhere at this point, really. Yeah. So I think we'll, ha we'll have another part where we'll talk about what we think is going to happen. So okay. let's about wrap it up. The only other thing I want to bring up is they finally, well, they kind of answered the R plus L equals J, except we know there's an L and it equals J, but we don't know technically yeah. R yet. It, it almost definitely is, but... I know, but they didn't R say anything. Yet? Yeah. A lot of people, as I was listening, like going online, and people thought it was Robert. And which doesn't make sense, obviously, because he said he would probably kill him if they found out. But so people, it wasn't exactly clear to people who aren't book readers and who kind of know the theory and stuff. So 
it is still out there for some people, and I, some people didn't really get it either. This is the whole overarching like title of the series, Song of Ice and Fire. There's a couple interpretations of that, where one is that Danny's fire and John is ice, or the Starks and the Targaryens are the, the ice and fire. Um, or that John is ice and fire because he's half Targaryen, half Stark. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know, but I'm just saying the people. It wasn't right, right, right. So... No, I'm just saying like just uh, credence. Uh, right. And I guess we should have said the Harry's. <laughs> that was one thing I was. I'll put a spoiler alert. Because some people are just assuming everyone. It's oh, they said it, so it's Rhaegar, but right, but they haven't really said that yet. So I, I don't even. I've got a feeling now that Bran can just go back in time at will. Uh, we're actually going to see Rhaegar next season. But like you said, we'll save that for another. Yeah. Another. All right, but overall, very like the one of the, might be the best all around episode. Like I think I have favorite, more favorite scenes like Red Wedding and stuff. But just as a from start to finish, best episode ever. I probably have to say that. So, but, so did you see the whole Septa Baylor thing coming? Um, I mean, I had a feeling with the, with the Brand's flashbacks that she was going to do something like that. I didn't think she'd get everybody. Yeah. Um, I knew she wasn't gonna. A lot of people thought she was gonna die. I'm like, no way. She's the too big of a bad to be to go out this early. Because especially since they killed Ramsey last episode, they need her. Um, I didn't see Tommen killing himself. Um, I thought she might accidentally kill him. I, I, indirectly, she did. But um, and now she doesn't have any kids to hide behind or yeah. or to keep her grounded, as it were. She's she can be as crazy as she wants to be. Yeah. But yeah, very good, very good. And uh, I guess they're saying that there's about 13 to 15 more episodes left. So we're not going to get two full seasons. But that's still not official. We'll see how it goes. Um, but the main cast did all re-up, and they got big raises, too. Mm-hmm. They're like getting... Well, this is bullshit. Rant real quick. They're re-upped, they're getting $500,000 an episode, which... Fuck me, that's awesome. But the Friends cast was getting a million dollars an episode 20 years ago. Or shitty thirty-minute comedy yeah. about idiot pretty people drinking in a coffee shop. That's true. And they had twenty-two episodes a season. Like oh, especially, especially now, there's no excuse after they killed off like three quarters of the cast this season. <laughs> so they should have killed off three quarters of the Friends cast. Whoa. Why does why does not Ross, the largest friend, simply eat the others? <laughs> All right, uh, that's it for this week. What are we talking about next week, Scott? We're going to be talking about. Starship Troopers. Starring Michael Ironside. Yeah. I'm from and... Buenos Aires, and I say kill them all. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Johnny Whatever, we can do something. I, I don't care. Let's yeah. just start recording. Yeah, let's start. do top five duels. I like that. All right. You know, it's like two minutes in, he's going to log in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Han Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scalix. Hey, only Scalix. And not Scott, because he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's missing again. Yeah. Didn't give us a call. We don't know where he is. Oh, I guess hopefully he's not hurt or something but he's probably not he's just slug he's a slug <laughs> so we were gonna do two towers but we're not because scott sucks we're gonna just do some our favorite duels 
because there's no duels in two towers that we can think of. <laughs> and we have our battle list. We'll save that for the two towers. So, yeah, Alex. But there, but there is a duel in Lord of the Rings. Yes. And this is one of my top, my number five, I'd say, is the okay. wizard's duel with Gandalf and uh, Saruman, which is pretty awesome. It, yeah. felt, it felt like an old, like, two Jedis going at it with nothing some fireworks, maybe some uh, lightning bolt shooting other staffs or something like that. But no, it was just all force powers, which I found kind of refreshing. Hey, look who's on. What a son of a bitch. <laughs>